Welcome to TBT, a movie podcast where we relive our childhoods through movies. I'm Olivia. And I'm Miranda. And today we're going to be talking to you all about Camp Rock. Yay! Yay! Oh so, God, so exciting. Uh, <laughs> it's really a classic from my childhood, honestly. I mean, how old were you in well, 2008? Okay. <laughs> okay. Childhood is a little bit of a stretch, but whatever. How old were you in 2008? Um, I was a... Well, I, I was 13. When it came out, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was... I graduated in 2011 from high school, so I mean, it was like soft, freshman, sophomore year. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. It was probably yeah. sophomore year because I think I was in eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. So sophomore year. Also, I just right off the bat, I need to apologize for my voice because I still like I feel like it's still kind of gone from Taylor this weekend. We'll discuss that on the mini sode. Uh, that's true. I will Table have that. I will have warned you about this on the mini sode because we record this podcast before the mini sode because we're just all discombobulated. Yeah. Great we word. like to like have more structured before we like just get totally wild and crazy yeah before the the diet coke really kicks in oh yeah right (laughs) maybe for you (laughs) no 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 i can't drink diet coke past 2 p.m like i can't do that what's it like for your body chemistry to work like that (laughs) um yeah (laughs) i could be on a like a diet coke iv and it make absolutely no difference but just literally like an IV of caffeine. But that's probably from the cocktail of other drugs that I take that are it's fine. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the running time of this movie is an hour and thirty four minutes, and I thought about timing how long this was without the songs, but then I would. I feel like someone's already done that. I tried to Google it and I couldn't find it. Really? So if someone wants to watch this movie and then get back to us, because I sure as hell. I'm not going to watch this movie again. Well, it's a musical. So, I mean, like, the songs are a big part of it. Yeah. And when I was younger, the songs were a big part. Like, that was... Yeah, you know, definitely. It was like High School Musical. You had, like, the dance-along and the sing-along and... That is so rude to Kenny Ortega. This, like, this was not good. I think... Wasn't Camp Rock 2 directed by Kenny Ortega? I don't think so. I feel I don't, like it was. I don't think he would have done a sequel. Um... Yes, he does. He does lots of sequels. He likes to take a take a sequel. He did another sequel that we did. Um, he likes to take the OG and like make it better. That's like kind of a Kenny Ortega thing. I feel like. What was the sequel that we what, that we watched that was like not originally directed by Kenny Ortega and he directed the sequel? I truly don't remember. Um, so this movie was directed by Matthew Diamond, who also directed The Wiz Live in 2015, two episodes of Jane the Virgin, Dance Maker from 1998, and the Metropolitan Opera HD Live from 2011 to 2018. Cheetah Girls 2. Okay. And And Cheetah Girls 2 was better than so much better. But can you look up if Kenny Ortega did in fact direct, um, the Camp Rock the camp rock too. my camp rock too. don't think so. yeah you don't say um it's just it wasn't great like it would have been kenny could have done so much with this and he just he just wasn't there yeah you know? why he didn't was, they call him he was busy what was he doing I yeah but know. it is a different director something but else. i don't know matthew diamond it what did not saying? shine bright like a diamond i'm sorry to say no so, no Anyway. All right. So starring in this movie, first up, we have the ever wonderful uh, Demi Lovato. <laughs> Can you, like, commit? Like, yeah. Ever I wonderful. Well, I don't know. She, go- she definitely goes up and down for me. But anyway. Um, so Demi Lovato. <laughs> okay. Demi Lovato I, plays. Think about what you just said. I mean, I th- <laughs> she no, truly but. has her ups and her she, downs. She, oh, she's up and down for herself, too. Oh, no. um, so Demi Lovato plays Mitchie Torres, the main character in this movie. I had, I had absolutely zero recollection that this character's name was Mitchie. Oh, what my God. What name is that? It's the worst name. Are you name. kidding? One, it's not a real name. And no. two, it's the worst name. Yeah, it's like bad. It's not as bad as Peggy, I'm just saying. Yeah, but her... Okay, but... Um, <laughs> But, like, I feel like you couldn't get, like, a less, like, it's not, like, an attractive name. Like, no. Mitchie? It's, it's a boy name. Bitchy Mitchie. Yeah, Bitchy Mitchie, or, like, Mitch is yeah. a boy name. I don't know. It's not my favorite. It's like, not great. 
nobody can think of you as attractive if your name is Mitchie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, all right. So her known force are Camp Rock, Sunny with a Chance, Princess Protection Program, and Grey's Anatomy, which, um, how did that make it over Glee? I have... No idea, but like she was in Glee. Yeah, she was in the New York City. Uh, okay, that she was barely counts. She, but she was in it for like she was a recurring guest role for sure. She was in like a full season. I don't remember it. I think that was after I had stopped watching. No yeah, one I think was, it was watching like Glee five. at that point. No one's doing that. Um, she's originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico, Home also known of as Troy the... Bolton and the East High Wildcats. Thank you. Um, and her mother is a quote-unquote former country music recording artist. That I've never heard of. And I'm a country fan. (laughs) And she's also a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Exactly. Um, She has spoken publicly about her bipolar disorder diagnosis, as well as her struggles with substance abuse. In her documentary for YouTube, she reveals that she was in recovery, living in a sober apartment while judging on The X Factor, which I thought this was crazy i mean we've talked about this already i don't think on the podcast no we definitely did oh we did yeah we talked about this on the top 10 disney stars episode i wrote i gave you the revelation that she uh was lived in like a sober apartment when she was judging the x factor but i just don't think you were paying attention definitely not clearly not definitely not okay um so does this is a question i'm posing to you does the glee curse extend to demi lovato (laughs) I mean, I think she was probably more messed up before Glee. No? I don't know what time she was in. I don't know. We'd really have to, like, figure out the timeline there. And I just truly, like, on a Monday night, I do not have the energy or enthusiasm for that. So, we'll see. Um, Maybe we'll get back to you about that next week. But, like, we got a lot to do this week, you know? I know. I just have to watch so much 13 Reasons Why. Oh my god. I have... Don't get me <sighs> started. Yeah. Also, to follow up in our... <laughs> so, she was um, there from 2013 to 2014, and I'm pretty sure she was an X Factor judge Sure. before um, that. So she is... Mm, okay, so she was pre... So this was after Glee Curse. Okay. Yeah. I guess not. Problem so, solved. So, um, Joe Jonas is also in this movie playing Shane Gray, and his known fours are... Camp Rock, Jonas, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, the soundtrack, and also the soundtrack of Bad Moms. Is it like just like Cake by the Ocean? Like what do you probably? That's okay. what I'm assuming. Great. Um, imagine Fifty Shades of Grey, but starring this Grey instead. I I prefer not. It's a very different Thank movie. You. Um, so he is five seven. Yikes! Uh, born in Casa Grande, Arizona. Ooh, Casa Grande. Yeah, big house. <laughs> Yeah. Also known as, like, Ariana Grande's house, you know? Casa Grande. Oh, God, don't. (laughs) Also known as season 16 of Big Brother. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So he's appeared in guest starring roles on Hot in Cleveland and 90210. Um, Literally when? When were you on 90210? I don't don't remember that either. That's why I thought it was crazy. He Mm -hmm. has served as a contributor for New York Magazine's The Cut, GQ, and Nylon Guys. R.I.P. I didn't. R.I.P. Nylon guys. Oh, okay. Um, and before becoming a musician, he wanted to be a comedian, which is hilarious. <laughs> Great, yeah, really. With um, with how well he did in this movie. Also, like, what? How can you have aspirations before you become a musician when you become a star at like age twelve? But okay, like, <laughs> I yeah, think I also like wanted 17. to be like a firefighter and a scientist, <laughs> like, cool, <laughs> and an astronaut, like, cool. Yeah. Oh, it's not good. Okay. Um, also, this movie is Megan Barton playing Tess. I love how I just really pushed through that yawn right then. Um, and her known force are Camp Rock and three things that I've never heard of. And those three things are Geography Club from 2013, Dear Lemon Lima, 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 I don't know, in 2009. Um, and then she was also in Until Dawn in 2015. And I don't understand how 10 Things I Hate About You didn't make this list. That was like, like a TV, TV show for was it ABC, ABC Family. Family? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it was ABC Family because this movie's Disney Channel. Well, yeah, I didn't know if you meant like the, the movie. 10 Things I Hate About You. No. Well, you put if, it on there. <laughs> All right, the so show, 10 Things I Hate About You. She's from Las Vegas, Nevada, and began modeling at the age of five and worked consistently in a variety of national and international commercials, including Barbie and Cabbage Patch Kids, which I can completely see. Yeah, I feel like... No one is surprised. Cabbage Patch Kids, I definitely see. 
I can see Barbie for sure. Mm, yeah. For sure. She's very commercial looking for sure. Very. And she's so thin. Very. I see it. Um, she was also, she attended the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art in London, um, and she completed courses in contemporary drama and Shakespeare. You, this was clearly after Camp Rock because it's bad. What do you mean? The, her acting. Oh, I thought, okay, but is the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art, like, a thing? No, but it's, like, the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. Well, I didn't know if it was, like, a famous thing or not. No, I've never heard of it before. I'm sure it's great. Me too. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. It's royal, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Megan is totally going to, like, head up the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. Yeah, she'll be, like, the headmistress. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. She's also married to actor... Ollie Higginson. Um, Never it, heard That of happened in September of 2016. What are his names for weird. us? He, like, doesn't have any. Oh. Um, but He's a real Joe Alwyn, he, Yeah, if he's, he's an actor, um, mm. I guess. But it's weird to think that she's married. Like, it's not yeah. crazy. Yeah. I don't know why, but, like, when I, I saw that, I was like, what? Because I feel like I, I'm still she, like, definitely thinking of her well, as, like, an immature ago, but... 12-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I just assume they never grow up. I don't know. The ones that, like, don't do any movies and stuff afterwards. Yeah, because we don't see them grow up. So why would we think they grew up? So um, also in this movie is Allison Stoner. We've talked about her before. She plays Caitlin Geller. Wait, when did we talk about Allison Stoner? I feel like we've talked about... She's been in movies before. She's been in a movie that we talked about. <laughs> okay. For sure. Oh, um, she was in Step Up. That's it. That's it. Duh. Okay. Her known for are Phineas and Ferb, um, Cheaper by the Dozen from 2003, Cheaper by the Dozen 2 from 2005, and Step Up from 2006. Uh, she hails- Cheaper by the Dozen is definitely a movie we could do. Yeah. I thought it was on the list. I don't know. know. Maybe it's... We haven't... I feel like we've been just forgoing the list recently. Yeah, true. But I mean, like, I thought I've seen it before, but... Okay. Um, she was from Toledo. She's from Toledo, Ohio, and was the little pigtail dancer in Missy Elliott's "Work It" video in two thousand two at age seven. Is it worth it? Let me work it. Flip the thing, down, flip it, and reverse it. That's all. I guess so. I didn't recognize the song. I like. Yeah, that one. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's allegedly. Okay, so this was a fact I found on IMDb, and I don't believe that it's true, but okay. Um, Allison, allegedly Allison is the sixth most searched actress on Google, the 16th most searched actress on IMDb, and has over 40 film credits, including three in production for 2017. This is obviously a 2017 fact. Um, and this is, shout out to Sundari PR on IMDb, which is, I'm assuming Allison Stoner's PR team. I truly hope so. And, and I don't know where the they're most. coming up with these facts. They're like working really hard. This must have been like one specific day at like twelve oh three a.m. Yeah. and and this was in like 20, 2011 maybe or like two thousand seven maybe like no it says uh oh okay three in production for yeah I'm thinking okay, like gotcha. these these statistics are not like maybe no. continuous <laughs> yeah no, no, no. I, it's weird yeah very strange also in this movie of course we have nick jonas playing nate uh he his known fours are jumanji welcome to the jungle from 2017 my voice is going out can you tell um <coughs> wow um he was also in les mis in concert the 25th anniversary in 2010 Camp Rock and Jonas from 2009 to 2010. I definitely felt like Jonas like went on longer than that. I, I think it was two seasons. Maybe that's because I wasn't maybe paying attention. Was I don't know. I was in high school by then. I was not paying attention. Um, he's five eight. He was born five days before Olivia in Dallas, Texas, but he grew up in Wickoff, New Jersey. Yeah, all of them Wickoff. Um, but they were all born in like different states, which is crazy. That's interesting. Why yeah, does this known for section just have like where everyone was born? Um, because it was something like I thought <laughs> for some reason I thought it was interesting that they were all like kind of like fr- because with ch- like ch- child stars, like I don't know, I've like who like Toledo, Ohio is kind of random and like. Megan Martin's from Las Vegas, Nevada. I was trying to come up That's with like something interesting. To me. Um, I, like no one is from Las Vegas, though. You know, and like the fact that all the Jonas Brothers were from, from like Las totally Vegas. different. All the Jonas Brothers were born in different states, which was kind of weird. Yeah, like their parents must have been like on the run or something like that. 
Maybe. I was um, like gonna make a map and show like the Jonas parents <laughs> moving across you because they start out in like Arizona and then they go to like Texas and then they go to um, New Jersey. Just constantly on the search for cheap real estate. Basically. Yeah. But I don't know if New Jersey is the place to get it. Um, I feel like it is. Um, so Compared to Texas, you can get a lot in Texas. And I'm sure Arizona too. Um, Nick Jonas was diagnosed, was, whoa, was, sorry, I just read the wrong line. Nick Jonas was discovered as a solo act while singing at age seven as his mom was getting her hair done. How cool. Cute. Great. Um, oh, go ahead. Not quite as cute. Um, he was diagnosed with type one diabetes in 2005 while on tour, but I, I feel like he's fine. You know, like when I was, when I was like young and like first aware of the Jonas Brothers, I was like, oh my God, like Nick Jonas, like any day could be his last you know no, like but it was he definitely has an insulin pump like they he really definitely played it up yeah I, I think they did but he i think he definitely like has, a little bit longer come on yeah but he definitely has an insulin pump so like it's serious enough but like he's not gonna die no yeah. um it's it would, regulated but yeah. i mean he like has a pump on him so like that sucks but I mean, it's not like life ending. It's it does fine. not suck. It pumps, uh, but quite the opposite. But yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and let us not forget his unforgettable portrayal of Boone Clements in Scream Queens. Um, I think that should definitely. Did be you on remember his. that name, or did you look it up? Um, I remembered Boone, but okay. I don't remember. I of course didn't remember his last name. But Scream Queens, the um, forgotten, you know, child of. Uh, right, right, Murphy. Murphy. But like Scream Queens is pretty was. Like, good. You know? Like, Ariana dying. And, I mean, like, it was... texting that It guy. was... Like, okay, so what I'm gonna say about Scream Queens, it was fucking ridiculous. Like, oh, it was absolutely. Ridiculous. But it was ridiculous. But you have to, like, get Ryan no. Murphy. Like, yeah. if you get Ryan Murphy and you love Ryan Murphy, you love Scream Queens. But, you like... You gotta get the camp. The camp rock. It was... It was so much. Like, it was so ridiculous. But it, like, had everybody you loved in it, sure. too. Except I don't love Kiki Palmer. She's not my favorite, but... Whatever, I digress. I completely forgot she was in that. Who's the Skylar Samuels? Not great either. I feel like everything they put Skylar Samuels in just like fails. Who is that? Sky Samuels? What's her name? Um, I feel like she was in. Ooh, sh- hold on. Give but me I love Emma Roberts, so that's always a plus. Can you do me a favor and can you talk about um, our last person that we have written down is in this movie? Of course. Thanks for such a nice setup. Um, Okay, so thanks for really not taking it. (laughs) Last but not least, Kevin Jonas uh, plays Jason. His known fours are Camp Rock, Jonas, two thousand nine to two thousand ten, Night at the Museum, Battle of Smithsonian, um, and Aquamarine, just the soundtrack from two thousand six. He's five nine, still yikes. Born in Teaneck, New Jersey, in December of two thousand nine, he married Danielle. Delisa, Delisa, and they have two children together, Alina Rose and Valentina Angelina. Um, Those very, are names. I'm sorry. But they're very, like... Italian. Yeah. They're I mean, very New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I don't feel like they're that New Jersey. If, no, you they know, have, like, so much money. Are you kidding? Yeah, but, I mean, like, it's just weird. They're weird names for, like, yeah, Kevin, that, Kevin Jonas, clearly the richest Jonas brother, by the way. Yes. Okay. And there's about. some stuff in there. Okay. But um, he, they had, the two had their own reality TV show. I think it was on, oh yeah. Um, Married to Jonas that ran on E! for two seasons from 2012 to 2013. And after leaving the Jonas Brothers in 2013, he founded the real estate development construction company, Jonas Werner, and is the co-CEO of the Blue Market, which is a company that makes apps famous by using their social, by using social media influencers to drive installs. So basically they find social media um, influencers and they get them to pimp the apps and then people I mean, that's not that hard. That's like not No, but it's an interesting company. And then in 2015, he created the food app Yood, and in 2016, in 2106, oh, in 2106, in 2016, he was in partnership with the video sharing app We Hear It. So he's very much diversified. The app is called We Heart It, and it's also definitely for images, not video. Um, and then he also has so much money from getting in at the beginning of Snapchat. Yeah. Like he was an early investor. He's very tech savvy and he's very much like, he's very much a businessman, which is so interesting. I hope he got out of Snapchat, you know? 
I wish good things for him. Yeah, he has shitloads of money because he's very... um, Yeah. He's very smart with his tech investments, which is great. Good for you. Um, So her name is, in fact, Skylar Samuels, who who we were talking about earlier. And they, like, kept just putting her in different things. So what I'm thinking of that she was in was she was, like, starring in The Nine Lives of Chloe King, this, like, show on ABC Family, I think, where she was, like, a... This is going to be so hard to, like, explain. But she had... First of all, she had, like, really hot co-stars. I'm just saying. And then she was, like, a cat superhero. And she had, like, nine lives. So she could, like, you know, be a superhero. And then she's also in Scream Queens. She's also in The Duff. Like, she's been in a lot of terrible things. I actually really liked The Duff. Um, And... Who was she in Scream Queens? uh, She was the main girl in Scream Queens. She was, like, the main, like, nice girl. Oh, okay. So these pictures, she looks so different. But she went to Stanford. That's impressive. Good for her. Yeah, great for her. Skylar Samuels at Stanford. Yeah, seriously. You know. Um, Um, But yeah, they just like kept putting her in things that they expected to be big. And then now she's like not in anything. She's like much prettier in these pictures than I remember her being on the show. Fair. But yeah. right, I remember so. really liking The Nine Lives of Chloe King, which is one of the most embarrassing things I think I've ever said. It's like a terrible premise for a show. No, like, just it like was you saying what it is. Like, it she was like awful. a superhero cat. I mean, like Catwoman, you know? Yeah, but like, the Can fact actually... that they like, capitalized on the lives Let is me read weird. this. Chloe King is a smart, slightly offbeat teenager who lives a normal life or as close to normal as a teen can get. What does that mean? With her single mother until her 16th birthday, when her life takes a weird turn. That is when she starts developing heightened abilities and learns about her ancestry. Chloe discovers she's part of an ancient race called the Mai, whose people have been hunted by human assassins for millennia. And Chloe may be the race's sole hope for survival. Her best friends, Amy and Paul, remain by her side as she becomes overwhelmed by what she learns about her newfound abilities. Two of Chloe's classmates, Alec and Jasmine, reveal to her that they are also descendants of the Mai, of course, and may be her best protection from the mysterious figure pursuing her. But Chloe's biggest problem may be trying to decide how or if she should tell her mom about what's going on. I wonder why that show didn't get a second season, ladies and gentlemen. Again, the premise is terrible. But Oof, yikes. Yeah. Um, but like, how many seasons has Shadowhunters had? So much shade at Shadowhunters. I can't. I think my sister read the books. Not good. Not good, Bob. Not good. All right. So, um, the... I... It's under box office, but, like, it's not really what it was. Um, the TV performance oh, right, of right. Um, Camp Rock, it premiered on Disney Channel to 8.9 million viewers on its premiere night, and is currently the third highest viewed DCOM of all time, behind High School Musical 2 and Wizards of Waverly Place the movie. Wizards of Waverly Place the movie is, it's so weird to me that, like, I mean, that's where that is. Yeah. Um, and it was the second DCOM to air on ABC's The Wonderful World of Disney the night following its premiere um, with 3.47 million viewers. How, like, what was the second one, you know? High School Musical 2? What was it? Um, I feel like High School Musical 2, after a premiere, they just, like, kept playing it for, like, 24 hours. Okay, so what happened with this and why it's, like, important. So what they did with, um, with Camp Rock is they premiered it on Disney Channel on Friday. And then they put it on, um, ABC's Wonderful World of Disney on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then on Sunday, they played it on ABC Family. So it was just like they played it on each of their channels. Why not just play it on Disney Channel the whole time? Like, it's fine. I don't know. I don't know what, like, their programming looks like. I don't get it. I feel like for Disney, they have new episodes and stuff like that on Saturdays. I'm pretty sure they have, like, new... They show new things. Or they did back in the day. Back in the um, day. But I guess there was an... It might have been High School Musical 2 that they did this. I don't remember what they said the the first movie to do this. But it was, like, a big deal because it's, you know, putting some Disney Channel content on... I feel like ABC. that's not that big of a deal. I feel like Disney Channel is like just as big, if not bigger, than ABC. Yeah, but ABC's 
content isn't directed towards kids, you know? Well, that's it's fine, like, but they can't, like, on a Saturday night, ABC's not playing literally anything. Yeah, but I think, I, I don't know, it would just seems like... Saturday night TV is, like, the worst. No, that's, like, the kill slot. Um, but, I don't know, it sure. apparently... Let's move on to the much. trivia. Sure. Um, so, this movie took 25 days to film at Camp White Pine in Halliburton, Ontario, Wow, prestigious. And it also took seven months to edit, which doesn't seem like long enough, but then you watch the movie and you're like, oh yeah, this seems like it only took seven months to so, edit. So like, I felt like the comparison was crazy though. Like the fact that it takes like seven times longer to edit than it does to film. Yeah, 25 like, days crazy actually me. seems pretty, like it wasn't that yeah, long of a movie. Yeah, it short. But there were a lot of musical numbers and musical numbers are historically like lengthy to film. Especially with children. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, the title was first Rock Camp Rules and then Camp Rock On, and they finally settled on Camp Rock. Thank God. Yeah. You know? Short, short and sweet. Yeah. That's like them dropping the from Facebook. Like, it was the yeah, Facebook. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. Too much. Um, during Mitchie's solo, this is me, um, the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato's parents were in the crowd. So wow. Cute. So were, like, Mitchie's mom and, like, all the other parents, right? Probably not. <laughs> no, I think, like, the actress playing Mitchie's mom and then the actor playing her dad were also in the audience, like, watching. I mean, them. I think, like, they're supposed to be. I don't yeah. know if they actually were. Okay, whatever. Um, and Peggy wore 14 different headbands. Incredible. Yeah. Who Legend. noticed? <laughs> and Demi was also, she was asked by Disney to fix the gap in her teeth before filming for Camp Rock began. Yeah, I noticed that she, like, didn't have a gap. And I was like, I feel like I thought that she did. But uh, it's going to be mean. I feel like for Demi Lovato, like, you really need to fix her teeth because her smile is so big. And I feel like she fixed her smile or something because her smile is, like, not that big anymore. I don't know if she, like, got specific, like, Botox to, like, make her smile not do that or, like, what she did. She could but... also just, like, learn to smile. That's true. Um... Because, like, sometimes, like, smile. huge cheese is, like, not the best when you smile. Generally, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's the same for me. Like, I can't, like, do... No, the... you do the same face in every picture. Well, yeah, because I don't open up my mouth anymore in my pictures. I remember... For some reason, I remembered her having a gap in this movie, but I think it was... The same. Sh- whatever show it was I, on like, before. Mandela affected, but I think it might have just been as the bell rings. Yeah, I think... That, and I didn't watch that show, but I think, oh, like, I just remembered. I well, in her, like, Disney promos and stuff like that that they did before, mm-hmm. she definitely had the gap. Um, but, yeah, definitely. But they sorted that out. Yeah. Um, it's not that hard. So, if you uh, have enjoyed us bagging on Demi Lovato, you should totally check out our website at Um Also, generally, I just need to say pro Demi Lovato podcast, correct? Like, we're generally yeah, pro sure. Demi Lovato. Yeah, and like, sorry, but we're just objective. on gap teeth. Like, girl, get your gap fixed. If you have a gap, I'm sure it's fine. I have a little bit of a gap. My teeth are like shifting after I got my wisdom teeth taken out. And yeah, like but a like, there, no, her gap was like, tremendous and yeah. it w- okay. it was not cute fair um and then also you can rate and review us on the podcast app please don't hold the things that we've said about demi lovato against us um we do whatever we have an opinion <laughs> no i That's don't what podcasting don't is about. don't have an opinion give us five stars um, um yeah you don't we do yeah you can give us five stars and then like write about actual like words review if you sure. would like to but we would definitely prefer the five star review. Yeah. On the Apple Podcast app, you just scroll all the way to the bottom, click the five stars, and move on. Yeah. And literally, you don't even so have to easy. write anything. You can just rate. It's fine. Um, and yeah, tell a friend also. That's something that really helps. We've been growing a lot Spread lately. The word and we just want to say, like, would Jesus Christ of sure. Latter day Saints. Um, <laughs> it's not as, it's a little more niche. Um, is, well, that's Mormons. Get on, put no, on I'm your aware. white button I down, know that. your black pants, and ride around on your bicycle and tell everybody <laughs> you come across about TBT, a movie podcast. Yes, but you are allowed to drink. Encouraged, yes. in fact. Yes, sometimes. please. Please. Um, so, yeah, I just want to say really quickly, like, thank you because we've been growing a little bit recently. Yeah, thanks. And guys. it's been really nice and really encouraging to see because for a while there we were, like, really stagnating and it was, like, kind of discouraging. I'm not going to lie. It's never so, been discouraging for me. I've always been very... I've definitely been discouraged. So, oh God, that's that great. So sad. Um, what? 
That makes me sad that you feel that way. Oh, I mean, I've been feeling better about it, but like for a while there, I was like, oh my god. It's okay, guys. I've been. Um, but yeah, with you tell the whole a friend. <laughs> tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. Tell a parent. Tell a cousin. Tell a family. Whatever. Just like yeah, just like go to your friends and like have them all sign up, subscribe, sign up. Who am yeah, I? Yeah, you don't have even have to subscribe. listen. As long as you subscribe and download, we don't give a book. I mean, uh, I would definitely prefer if they. It would listen. be preferable, but like it's okay. You just, also, yeah. um, if you want, yeah, like hack into your parents, your friends, your family, um, hack into theirs, hack into their iPhones, download and subscribe, and we're happy. And have them listen too. Yeah, like, de- yeah, that's. I want people to listen. I, I don't mean, need yeah, people to just like, download this. I want listening. Wise. I want Instagram followers on TBT AMP on Instagram. And I just like, I don't know. I like having a little community. Like anytime one of our friends texts me about this, I get so excited. Because I'm like, oh my God, someone's listening. This is great. Very true. Who was it? I, I think, think Alyssa of- texted me the other day. And I was like, Aww. yes, Alyssa, thank you. If you want to follow me, Olivia, um, on Instagram or Twitter... You can find me at Mac is Cheesy. That's M-A-C-K is Cheesy. And you can find me, Miranda, at Miranda Johnson. M-A-R-I-N-D-A-J-O-H-N-Z-O-N. Um, and with that, let's Perfection. get on to the plot. Perfect. Let's do it. So, Mitchie Torres wakes up to her own music on the last day of school before summer. A little a little bit conceited. She's yeah. She's waking up to like, her own CD. Yeah, exactly. Which, like, I would, but... If I had, like, music, that was good. But, like, I also can't wake up to music. No, you wake up to, like, Brody barking. No, he doesn't bark. Oh. An aspiring young singer, Mitchie desperately wants to attend Camp Rock, a prestigious summer music camp. But her mom tells her they can't afford it. However, when she gets home from school on the last day of school, her parents surprise her with the news that she will be... She will actually be able to go to camp at a discounted rate... Since her mom took a catering job there. So Mitchie's room is very, very, very purple. Yeah, and I mean she's the walls like, are purple. Yeah, um, she's definitely not moved on from the Barney and Friends days. That. Yeah, in fact, there's a little homage to Barney because in the, this... The, yeah, in this... Oh, what? There, it was an homage to Barney because they say that the burger restaurant that she works at is called Barney's. Oh, yeah. And Demi Lovato got her start Oh, everyone Barney knows friends. that. Well, yeah. I know. But I was like saying in case, you know. Okay. If anyone didn't you know that. get the purple and Barney and friends thing. Yeah. So we also are introduced to Shane Gray at this point um, via one of my favorite movie tropes, which is like Mitchie and her mom watching entertainment news and like seeing Shane. Um, and Shane is like going crazy somehow. I don't remember exactly what he did, but he like, yeah, I don't know. Really and I was, and whatever he did, they he went crazy and they canceled his tour for the rest of the summer. And I was like, they didn't even cancel the tour, barely. When Demi Lovato, like, punched someone, like, they wouldn't cancel the tour for, like, this dude being a brat. I mean, it was a backup dancer. (laughs) Please. Are you kidding? Mitchie and her mom arrive at camp in a food truck, and while her mom gets to know the Australian camp camp director, Mitchie heads to the gathering of children in front of one of the camp's stages. She meets Caitlin, an aspiring music producer, and bumps into Tess Tyler, a real annoying person. They find out that there will be a special counselor slash teacher this summer in the form of Shane Gray, who is sentenced to community service, kind of, um, for screwing up his band to connect three, terrible name, um, image with his bad boy ways. Ooh. Um, I wish I remembered what his actual bad boy ways were, but I don't remember, even though I watched this movie literally like an hour ago. Um, so the arrival scene is very parent trap. It is. Because I, like, they're just like totally getting to camp. Vibe. Yeah, but like there was the limo and there was a bus and then like, I was just like, <laughs> was like, oh my God, it's like the parent trap. It is. Um, no one's ever noticed that before. Everyone's meeting each other for the first time, even though they like kind of know each other, but like also kind of don't. Yeah. There's I, a food truck. I'm just kidding. Yeah. There's I mean, someone with an accent. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so Mitchie's skinny jeans, fringe boots, and like tank top slash like short sleeve top are like a look I still love. And She really stepped her game up for the first day. 
And I appreciate that. Yeah, it was cute. Like, I liked the boots with the skinny jeans. I'm, like, into it. I love a fringe boot. Yeah. Um, so this part, we're also, we're introduced, like, the Australian uh, camp director, who, if you need, like, an image, just think, like, an aged-up protozoa. That's exactly what he sounded like. I could kind of see it if, like, protozoa washed his hair and, like, let it like, get, like, let it get balls. back to its natural color. <laughs> and... Yeah, I just, I don't know. I was like, this guy sounds okay. like protozoa. Maybe it's just the accent. So, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be British. Okay, that's fine. Like, I noticed that, like, at the very end of that's the movie. That's true. He was also like, I know Mick Jagger. Yeah, he, well, and then, at, so at the end of the movie, he says, like, pop it. And oh. I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure that's a British thing. Huh? And then also, then I was like, oh, yeah, Andy was talking about Mick Jagger. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, I think he's supposed to be British. But that's I call him the Aussie the entire way. That's <laughs> fine. He still sounded exactly like Protozoa. Yeah. I also just don't understand. Here's the thing that we need to talk about. Like, there's a scene here where they have, like, a... I think at this point they have, like, a class kind of thing where they are supposed to, like sing for some reason and Mitchie doesn't want to sing in front of people and I'm like then why would you go to Camp Rock yeah I think there was somebody who like asked her it was one of the girls like asked her if she was good or something like that it was Tess and she was like oh can you sing yeah like sing something and she like didn't want to sing yeah it's like if you're going to Camp Rock and you're like spending your parents pennies on Camp Rock you should like really want to sing in front of people and yeah. like really want to perform you shouldn't just be like oh i'm gonna write songs and like be in the background because like you can do that in connecticut you know or like go to a, like a, maybe she was planning on using the camp because i know like they it could have been like a songwriter camp yes maybe. i have thoughts about that but we'll get to it later okay cool um, while setting up for uh, setting up the food hall for dinner, Mitchie sits at the piano and begins singing one of her original songs, which is overheard by Shane hiding in the bushes from fans. After hearing and seeing the other campers, Mitchie decides she needs to step up her style game. She was fine. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think she changed anything. If anything, it got worse. Yeah, true. <laughs> During the opening jam that night, Mitchie finds out that everyone at the camp has parents that are famous in the music industry, so she tells them that her mom is the president of Hot Tunes China. Wow. Tess invites Mitchie to bunk with them in the popular girl's cabin because, you know, she believes them. Uh, I feel like that shouldn't be allowed. Like, you shouldn't just be allowed to, like, switch cabins. I mean, she was, like, in her mom's cabin, so. I I know. But, like, who did she assume she... Yeah. Yeah, if she was a normal... If she was a normal camper and they were like, oh, just switch cabins to be with us. Like, that's weird. No. Yeah, that was strange. Like, who... Where was she before? Like, she wasn't sleeping on the ground. Where did they think she was before? Exactly. Also, um, Mitchie uses the term blingalicious, which is... She's trying real hard. It was it was too much. That that it's was not very cheetah girls. I was when she said that I was like, is this at the same time that cheetah girls came out? Because like the fact I think that it we're was using the same delicious time as, like, cheetah girls too. Yeah, maybe something like that. Like it was in that same like universe, which makes it a little bit better. But no. Yeah. So Tess also says at one point she says, "You write songs to Mitchie," and it's like, no, but she's just at Camp Rock for the aquatic activities. Like, of course she writes songs, but like maybe she's just a singer. Ugh, I just whatever. <laughs> I just really didn't like it. And then there's another character, Ella, who I recognize because she was one of the mean girls in um, Hannah Montana. Um, yeah. And at one point, Ella holds up, Ella, Ella, eh. Um, she holds up two bottles of nail polish, and it's the exact same shade that I always go for. It's like a nice, like, nude peachy pink. I know. I really, I liked the color. It's the same color that I always go for. Trust, I like that color. And I was like, I feel you, because I also debate, I have, like, five brands of the exact same color, and I always debate, like, which one do I go for? No, I mean, I don't always use the same color, but, like, I do like the color, the color that she picked. The next morning, Mitchie sneaks out early to help her mom in the kitchen, but she's able to sneak into breakfast undetected. It's real, like, there's a lot of adrenaline happening here. You, like, think she's going to get caught, and then she doesn't. Sure. Um... She initially sits with Caitlin and her friends, which is Allison Stoner. However, when Tess walks in, she's pulled to the popular girl's table, but not before Caitlin warns her that if she wants to be a star in her own right, she shouldn't be friends with Tess. This is very Mean Girls. 
Um, uh, which, incidentally, I'm pretty sure Megan Martin was in Mean Oh Girls. my gosh, she was in Mean Girls too. That's yeah. true. Um, but she wasn't a mean girl in Mean Girls too. No, she was like the nice she, girl. Yeah, she was supposed yeah. to be a nice girl, which didn't work. No. You should have made her the mean girl. She's very good at it. Yeah. So, in her first class, Mitchie is chosen to sing in front of everyone, and though she initially struggles, she very quickly settles in and shows her amazing vocals. Um, later on, Tess invites her to sing as a background singer with the popular girls group at the final jam. The final jam is like what everything is leading to. It's like the big showcase. I don't yeah, really get why it's like that a big of a deal, but like they make it a big deal. She initially turns them down because she intends to sing so low at the final jam, but Tess quickly scares her into singing back up. Tess was like real mean. Yeah, she's, is, she's very Regina George. She's very calculating, rude, gets what she yeah. wants, etc. Yeah, she's very manipulating. For sure. Yes. Um, Mitchie is helping her mom by cleaning up in the kitchen when Shane Gray walks in to complain about something. Yeah. So she covers her face in flour. Because she, like, doesn't want him to Yeah, she wants to, to be unrecognized. Um, yeah, that she's working in the kitchen. Because yes. no one knows that she's working in the kitchen at this yeah. point. When he begins to sass at her, she tells him off by it tells him off for basically being an asshole. And <laughs> tells him off by being an asshole. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, a little okay. bit. Um, for being an asshole, and he ends up walking away and apologizing. Well, apologizing then walking away. Yeah. Shane is teaching Mitchie's hip hop class, hip hop <laughs> dance class later that day, and though <laughs> she is nervous, he will recognize her. Of course, he doesn't. Yeah. Um, so this dance class is probably the strangest thing I've ever seen. Comically bad all around. Um, yeah. Like, Shangri has literally, literally no credentials to teach a hip-hop dance class. a terrible dancer. He's like, grab a hat and a microphone, and it is <laughs> down at from you there. to record this podcast. <laughs> like, it is... And then, like, he kept, like, making them, like, tra- he's like, all right, down the line. And then he's like, all right, we're going to circle around to the front. I'm like, this isn't Zumba. Like, yeah, but they killed. It was such a disaster. Like, it was such- and, like, the whole time they're, like, holding these microphones. No one's singing anything. They're doing dance steps he has never done. And, like, it is just such a shit show. Like, no. I, I think they're all just, like, Allison Stoner is, like, free doing it and like everyone's just following her basically yeah. she was really the teacher yeah um and then so like earlier when we were talking about like maybe mitchy being able to like specialize in songwriting there's this kid that's like a really good drummer and he's having trouble with the dancing portion like he falls down and shane shows like a rare moment of like being a nice person same um, where he's like, we're going to have to work on getting the beat from those sticks to those feet. And I was like, or this guy could just like be a drummer. Yeah, a drummer like, literally will never have to dance. I don't understand why they all need to be well-rounded. Like, spoiler alert, in life, you don't have to be that well-rounded. No, that's why like you major in something in college. Yeah, you pick something and get really good at that. And like, me, that's how you become... about the gen eds forever. Yeah, that's how you become like a Shane Gray, you know? Like, that's how you yeah. become a rock star. You pick one thing and then you, like, be good at it. Yeah, exactly. You and, like, a drummer to, like, will literally never have to dance. Like, that's, like, there's no reason for a drummer to have to dance. But then again, at Disney Channel, they want their kids to all be, like, quadruple, quintuple Well, and, threats. like, also this drummer, like, didn't speak. Like, he, no. like, barely Same. could make sentences. We actually so, have him as a guest on the podcast right now. Yeah, he just hasn't says, said anything. Yeah, he's, um, he's really quiet, but, like, he's over there drumming away. Wow, your <laughs> drumming skills are fantastic. Yeah, um, the guy who uh, drummed in Camp Rock. It's been ten years, you know. He's a little rusty, but, like, he's doing his best. But, like, I feel like... the. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Don't I, be rude to our guest. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I feel like something better, like the fact that he couldn't speak is a lot more alarming and kind of frightening. Like maybe like a songwriting or a, like a dance class. Why was he even in a dance class? Like I feel yeah, like something like. Yeah, supposed to be a singer that she couldn't sing. But like, so. like a public relations or something, you know, like, or like how to, not public relations. He um, needs like, to work for. Like how to speak uh, in front of people, you know, just. 
He needs to work for Sundari PR. Exactly. For sure. But I mean, even just like dance is the last thing he needs. Maybe just being able to like yeah. speak in front of people would be more important for him to learn if he's like going into a professional career in the music industry. Yeah, he's clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, so yeah, at lunch, Mitchie's mom comes out to meet her new friends who don't know that Mitchie's mom is the cook and not a random executive from China. Um, and Tess is less than hospitable because she's just like, oh, this girl's the cook. Tess is so mean. Um, so Mitchie tells the girls that the, the woman who came up to them, her mom, is a famous chef who has cooked for Jessica and Nick pre-breakup and Pharrell. At the campfire jam, Mitchie joins Tess and the popular girls to sing Tess's song, Too Cool For You, in a very sparkly cowlick collar dress with some very shiny leggings which i think is an exact outfit that taylor swift wore at her concert on saturday she wore Ooh. a lot of sequins mm. it was very sparkly uh, like full sequins dresses i feel like are, are no longer a thing but like no i think it's fine if you're on stage in front of sixty thousand people well yeah if you're taylor swift you can, and i'm sure it did not look like this no like i'm just i'm I can't imagine. No, but like that definition, like that sparkly cowlick collar dress with some very shiny leggings, like yeah. Taylor Swift would do that. She wouldn't wear leggings though. Yeah. Legs no, she's, out. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't need the leggings. No. And those leggings were heinous. All right. So Mitchie is running, th- running through the forest with her guitar. She, and she happens upon um, Shane playing a song and stops to compliment him. At lunch, Caitlin accidentally trips Tess. <laughs> what was Tess. that? Why did you pause like that? Um, because it was like a different scene. Oh. Caitlin accidentally trips Tess, but when she immediately rescinds her apology, Tess dumps some of her noodles on Caitlin. A really, um, really fancy chef, uh, t- uh, Mitchie's mom is. Yeah, noodles and like vegetables. Noodles, plain noodles with nothing on them. Sounds like my kind of chef. Um, the Ew. two begin throwing spaghetti at each other, with Mitchie jumping in the middle to attempt to stop them. Caitlin is sent, so they all get in trouble. Yeah. Um, Caitlin is sentenced to kitchen duty as a punishment for throwing food first. Yeah. Um, also, Shane is like such a douche canoe. Like, I don't know why it took me this long to put this note in there, but like, he's such a dick. Yeah, that's funny because there's a scene where he's like playing music, like next to an actual canoe. Yeah, no, so. he's a douche canoe. Yeah, probably yeah. why I thought of the that saying. Yeah. yeah, he's awful. He's like such an asshole for no reason. Yeah, he's just, I mean, he's just an asshole because like he can be. Um, so Shane pulls Mitchie aside later. <laughs> I mean, can you? Um, Shane Whatever. pulls Mitchie aside later to play her a song that he has written. He tells her that he heard a girl singing and it reminded him of the kind of music he liked. They stare into each other's eyes and he tells her that she is quote unquote different. Ugh, I'm gonna throw up. Um, back in the kitchen, Caitlin comes in to serve her punishment and is quickly finds out Mitchie's true identity as the cook's daughter, but not before Mitchie, like, dumps tortilla chips all over herself and dirty mop water that (laughs) Justin Bieber probably peed in, you know? Ew. Yeah. Shane Gray, very Justin Bieber type. So. Yeah. You know, you never know. Uh, at the pajama jam. Pajama jam. The pajama jam. Pajama jam. <laughs> when, when everyone sees how talented Caitlyn is. Are you kidding? This literally sounds like one of the pre-made tracks on the Yamaha keyboard I had growing up. It was like Calypso or something. I don't you know? like, really know. It was what bad. Good is and what isn't. But it was like, bad. She is no Calvin Harris. She is no Zed. No, you know? definitely not. Definitely no. not. Um, but she Tess- wishes. Oh, yeah, for sure. So do I. Um, Tess yells in the middle of her uh, of Caitlyn's performance <laughs> to sabotage it. the middle. Um, when Caitlyn calls Tess out for feeling threatened and trying to ruin her song, Mitchie actually stands up to Tess as, as well in defense of Caitlyn. The next day, Caitlyn and Mitchie are, begin making amends while helping in the kitchen, but Mitchie has to leave early in order to practice for the final jam with Tess and the popular girls. I... First of all, I need to say every time you're saying Caitlyn, I'm picturing Caitlyn Jenner. Like, I just need you to know. Um, And second of all, they say a thing that they do that I remember vividly. And, like, it almost caught on at my school where they said, what, with a W, ever 
major loser. And I was like, I feel like I'm that caught in like sixth grade. Like for it was, like, sure, way that, it was a thing. But yeah, it definitely predated 2008, though. One of these writers like saw their like Kid. niece do mm-hmm. it like seven years before this movie for actually sure. came out, and it, it stayed. It stayed. Um, I also need to say that during this scene, there's like a scene where, during this scene, there's a scene, cool, um, where Joe calls Kevin and Nick. I'm not Mm -hmm. referring to them by their character names, because why would I? Um, and there's few things that I need less in my life than Kevin Jonas wearing shorts, you know? Like, Kevin Jonas can wear pants. Yeah, like, he's definitely, like, if a guy can wear skinny jeans, he probably shouldn't also wear shorts. Fair, you know, Ish. like I feel like there's just gonna be some like twiggies under there with like it, lots it of. It was hair. like a very it's like twigs pale with hair. situation, and I don't know. I was just like, no one's asking for this. It feels strange. I feel like Kevin's too old to be here, um, <laughs> which is how I felt most of the time. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. The Glad summary we... of this movie for me. So. Yeah. <laughs> too old to be here. Yeah. Um, so Shane starts a rumor around camp, that's Joe, um, that he's looking for the girl with the voice. He literally starts this rumor and the most ridiculous montage I have ever seen in a movie plays out during this time. I literally might like screen capture it and put it on our Instagram because it made me laugh. It was so a good gift. hard. It made me laugh so much um like the way that this played out it was just like um single children playing instruments in the forest and then just each time someone different whispering in their ear and it kept going like 15 times it was like 15 different children it was like someone practicing their tambourine in the middle of the woods it's like is tambourine really something you need to practice by yourself no um it was like someone playing a recorder in the woods and someone whispering in their ear a trumpet a clarinet and it was always like them pretending that they were playing the instrument no sound coming out of these instruments and then someone just whispering in their ear it was so funny and i will capture it and put it on our instagram i've decided just now can you make it a gif yes that would be fun i feel like it's definitely like i mean it'll be a video on instagram because you can't put a gif on instagram um but yeah okay it's great fine Sorry, I'm just saying. Makes me sad. Um, I can, I mean, I can try and also make it a GIF, but it'll be in a video for Instagram. Okay. Um, anyway, so, uh, every girl at camp tries to find a way, wow, to sing for him. It's, which is very Cinderella story. Um, yeah, I was thinking that too. Every like girl the doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is sort of like, this movie's like a pastiche of all your favorite tricks. There are, apparently other... there are very few scenes and like storylines in, in, in movies from when we were younger. In children's like it's very much cinema. like you know how like with songs there's like a thing that there's only like a certain number of chords. Yeah, chord, like mm-hmm. chords and like melodies and stuff like that. Like everything kind of repeats itself. Very much the same with repeat movies. Repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff. Um yeah, so anyway. Um Shane invites Mitchie to float around in a canoe and they hang out and chat. He still doesn't realize that it's her I don't know why. If, like, because presumably at this point he likes Mitchie, why not just be like, Mitchie, can you sing for me? You know? Sing for me, Paolo. Um, like I said with the whole repeating stuff thing. Um, so later on, Tess sees Mitchie and Caitlin leaving the kitchen and realizes Mitchie's secret because Mitchie keeps saying, like, thanks, mom. Bye, mom. Blah, 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 mom. Um, and at the beach jam, because everything's a jam, you know? Um, Shane and his brothers, the members of Connect 3, sing a new song for the campers, and he convinces them that they should change their sound, even though the song that they sing is very it's Jonas Brothers. 100%. I mean, I thought it was like, it was one of those things where I'm like, was this a Jonas Brothers song, or was this like a Camp Rock song? You yeah. know? Like, I, it it's very the much feels... Yeah, like, I'm like, this probably was on a Jonas Brothers album prior to this movie. Yeah. Tess decides to out Mitchie in front of the entire camp like a huge bitch, and Shane goes off on her for lying as well. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, but um, I'm pretty sure... Oh, okay, so one of the things that... 
when she's like calling out uh, when Tess is calling out Mitchie she's like so like your mom's not the president what is she like I mean is she like a vice president a treasurer like there's no such fucking thing as a treasurer at a company I think that's just supposed to show how dumb Tess is yeah it's called the CFO maybe yeah maybe maybe sometimes but yeah so I think it's your turn oh I Okay. Um, the Aussie asks, who might actually be British. The British um, person. The director the asks Shane about what happened. And um, and while eavesdropping, Tess figures out that Mitchie is the girl with the voice and decides to steal her songbook. Tess is um, everywhere. Yeah, she is always watching. Tess is busy. Yeah, girl is busy. She's a lot of energy. <laughs> like when I was watching this, I'm like, bitches, like, oh, she is finding the espresso at that camp for sure. Like, I wish I had her like drive. You truly um, right now. You drinking the diet coke, wishing. <laughs> like it's not. It's for my headache. It's not even for. It's not for energy. It is for my headache. Um, at dinner, Mitchie calls out Tess for being an asshole, um, just in general, and Tess kicks her out of their final jam group, which we kind of in figured um previously but that's okay yeah um it's like a formal kick out just in case uh <laughs> caitlin offers to help mitchie so that she can perform solo at the final jam cue a montage of the final jam practice sessions literally everyone in camp practicing for like i five just fast days. forwarded through that i was like i don't need to see this i mean i was like writing notes while it was happening but i was just like oh okay. by the way this happened yeah i try to be thorough so on the eve of the final jam. Final jam eve. Tess storms into the kitchen with the British person slash Aussie. We don't really know because we're dumb Americans. Um, <laughs> claiming Mitchie and Caitlin stole her yes, juicy discriminate like accent, okay? It's uh, it's foreign, you know? Yeah, it doesn't foreign matter. man. Um, it's almost like Cockney. Like, it's not like an actual British accent. No, it's it not like a pretty... It, like... And I'm not great with accents, but, like, I just assumed for some reason it was Australian. And then, I, like, towards the end of the movie, I'm like, I don't think that's what this is supposed to be. Yeah, it was, like, the trashy British <laughs> We have a lot of listeners from the UK. All of your accents are great and He's adorable. Like and I can't Kennedy. wait for Love Island to start. And then I really get my trashy British accent back. It was, it was um, like, a James Kennedy British accent. Versus, oh, James like, Kennedy. James Kennedy, yeah. DJ James Kennedy. Um, my residency at Sir. Um, see you next Tuesday. Um, <laughs> so it was definitely not like it was more of a James Kennedy versus Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, okay. Lisa Vanderpump. This Lisa is Vanderpump, Papa. Papa. Um, and Ken. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, moving. <laughs> He's <laughs> such a ham. Okay, anyway. Um. So yeah, the that Australian guy, whatever. Um. He claims that Mitchie and Caitlin stole um Tessa's Juicy Couture charm bracelet. They didn't say Juicy Couture, but it looked like a Juicy Couture charm bracelet. Um. And Tess obviously planted it to frame them. The director guy bans the true the two until the end of final jam. The end of final jam. Wow. Um, <laughs> and just before final jam, Peggy and Ella, the two like popular girls that are like Tess's minions, quit the group, forcing Tess to sing solo. Ella joins the Asta La Vista crew, prestigious, and Tess sings a bunch of mirrors. Oh, sings two a bunch of mirrors, because that's all she has, you know? Um, And I don't understand, like, the props. So the Asta La Vista crew has, like, a ton of trampolines, and I saw that, and I was like, are you kidding me? Um, Speaking of props, there's also in the cafeteria, I noticed earlier, and I took a screenshot, I'll put it on our website, Um, it's, like, they had the little drink just through a bouncer, like a soda fountain. But instead of being a normal soda fountain, each flavor of soda was a trumpet. So you'd like put your <laughs> cup under the trumpet and it would like come out. And if you've ever seen someone actually play the trumpet, so much spit comes out of there. And it was just like really gross. Also, there's a piano in the cafeteria. Yeah, a at choice. A, camp. So. a choice. Um, 
yeah, so Tess is, like, singing to a bunch of mirrors, and then um, Tess sees her mom in the crowd, and her mom leaves to go take a phone call. She trips and ruins her performance, getting what she deserves. And then Peggy takes the stage as Margaret Dupree, and everyone's like, who's Margaret? And she's like, it me. Um, and she's shockingly good on her own. I wouldn't know, because I fast-forwarded it. Um, I and then hated her song. <laughs> Definitely I didn't like it at all. Um, and then Tess finally tells her after the performance that she, like, did a good job. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Um, as the, <laughs> the director uh, announces the end of Final Jam, uh, Mitchie and Caitlin... <laughs> Mitchie and Caitlin pull What do you think, like, the toe jam was, you know? Do you think there was, like... <laughs> Ew, what? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, like, different uses of the word jam. Oh, <laughs> oh my god not jelly <laughs> the, t- the toast needs to have the final jam oh my god that'd be so cute <laughs> so true so true yeah. um but mitchy and caitlin pull him aside and are allowed to perform because they're um, like it's the end of final jam yeah. we can do this he's but like, it's like i knew you would figure it out it's a paradox though because if they perform then it's not the end of final jam then Final Jam well, is still then, happening. Final Jam still has like seven songs left to sing. And he's like, true. the end of Final Jam. I think like the competition oh. aspect of Final Jam. Whatever. Yeah, that's true. Because she definitely would have won. Oh yeah, by far and away. Okay, come on. Margaret, you were fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mitchie did such a good job. And she sang oh, with Shane. With her. I know. Yeah. It's like uh if you had any sense, you would want like her to win so that she could record that song with Shane. Yeah. Duh. Also, how old is Shane supposed to be? You know I'm, what I mean? That's a valid question. Well, he's like a counselor. I know. Sort of like I teacher. feel like that's not okay. They never like kiss or anything, so I guess it's fine. I'm pretty sure they do weird. in the second movie though. Yeah. It's still a little strange. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, but Mitchie sings This Is Me, and Shane realizes that she is the girl with the voice that he has been looking for, and he joins in. The members of Connect 3 declare Peggy the final jam winner, since Mitchie couldn't be considered. A travesty. And Shane and Mitchie reconcile backstage. The entire camp then sings We Rock together. We rock. Oh, and then, like, I don't know if this was a part of the actual movie, but um, three months later, the girls meet up at Caitlin's oh garage God. recording studio, and they sing a Demi Lovato song together. <laughs> I didn't. I had zero memory of this. I like, like none. once they started singing the song, I was like, oh yeah, I guess. It's, but like, I don't think it was I didn't part remember of the, the song. Movie. I didn't remember. This it's a Demi Lovato song. That's all I remembered. I'm like, I, this is not a Camp Rock song. This is a Demi Lovato song. No, I didn't remember. I felt like it was a very cheap way to like give Demi a music video for that song. They gave Demi Lovato so much. Yeah. Same way they gave Miley Cyrus quite a bit, too. Same way they and gave Tyler Samuel so like, much. I, think like, uh, we've, I feel like this is like a pretty well-known thing. Anyway. Um, I think... So, overall comments. Olivia has written on here. What is your fave and least favorite song from the movie? Yeah. I think my favorite song from the movie is either the last one. Not, not We Rock. The other one. <laughs> Definitely uh, not we rock. This is me or uh, play my music. I like that one. It's just like it just sounds like a Jonas Brothers song. Yeah, which your least I favorite? I would love to take a nap right now. Which we can't do that. What's your least favorite? <sighs> Probably like the the second one that Megan sings. That Megan um, that Tess sings. Yeah, I don't know which one you're talking about. Um, in the 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 one that she sings to the mirrors, that's oh, okay. not too I think cool. That's like the third song she sang. Anyway, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I was not a big fan of the Peggy song. Oh yeah, good. Peggy song sucked. Um, okay, so better question: What's your favorite Demi Lovato song? Oh, um, probably like one of the probably like Sorry Not Sorry. Good one. Yeah, that was. I'm sorry, that was fast. Yeah, I it's either that or Skyscraper from me. Mm. Like, I'm a little really bit bored of Skyscraper. Like I listened to that too many times. So Yeah. I mean I liked I like that one better than um Yeah, it's definitely sorry not sorry. Yeah, I, I like sorry not sorry though. I forgot about that one. Good choice. Yeah, sorry, same. Same not sorry. 
so uh, good. Such about who's your character to keep an eye on? Because we're just asking questions. Oh yeah, obviously. Um, My character to keep an eye on is her mom. She's cute. Yeah, I thought um, she was nice. She was the voice of reason. She was always building her up. I'm gonna go with um, Nate, which oh. is Nick Jonas's character because he's hot. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much your mo. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't it weird to think that um, Nick Jonas is tall, is like the tallest of the three? Isn't that kind of weird? I feel like that's weird. I thought I Kevin think... was taller. Um... I thought Joe was 5'7", Nick was 5'8", oh, and, and Kevin, Kevin was 5'9". Five... Nick is fi- Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, I Duh. feel like Joe... I always felt like Joe was the tallest for some reason. I feel like that's just because they always put him in the middle and then have the other two stand behind him. Because right. they, for some, like, they really wanted Joe to seem like the leader when it was clear the entire time that, like, Nick was better. Yeah, and, like, Nick was the original. The way that they, like, yeah. he, the whole Nick the got group famous thing, first. like, wasn't even a thing. Like, no. they weren't supposed to be a group, and then, like, one time they were in, like, the rec- they were doing something, and, like, their manager or agent, like, hit, or Nick Jonas's manager or agent, like, realized that the two other brothers, like, had talent, so they brought them in and made them a band. Like, it was never supposed to be the Jonas Brothers. It was always supposed to just be Nick. Yeah, and like Nick is very generous to have let let that happen. Yeah, you fuck know? that. If my sister wanted to do that, mm-mm. no, <laughs> Nugget, you stay home. Sorry. That's how you feel about me? I'm a star. Exactly. I'm just hanging on for exactly. dear life. If I get a better offer, <laughs> adios. <laughs> just kidding. Not really. So, what's your rating for this movie? I'm going to rate it. I'm giving it a two. What? I give it a three point five. No, not good. Not good for me. It's right. a no Weird. from me, dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I've been um, saying that a lot lately. Um, so yeah, again, once again, you can find our website at tbgamp.com. I will have a few visuals, some of my favorite screenshots that I took while watching this movie, including the trumpet soda fountain, um, the trampolines, maybe? I actually don't think I took a screenshot of that. And the... Um, there was a, a scene where with Allison Stoner where she's wearing like all pink cheetah and I was like very cheetah girls. Mm. So I took a screenshot Blink of that delicious. as well. Uh, yeah. For anybody who's keeping track, um, that's a 2.75. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty low. Dang, that's, that's fine. Low. I, this movie was horrible. Was um, and and yeah, so um, also once again, please rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It really helps. Um, you can also like like our stuff on SoundCloud, which I guess helps, and like follow us there too. Apparently, but just like no, Apple Podcast is really Apple all that matters. Podcasts. So yeah, on Apple Podcasts, just scroll to the bottom of your screen, rate, give us five stars. Yeah, and also subscribe so you never miss an episode. We put out episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. We are Perfect. we are very consistent. We very consistent. We are very consistent. We that is a we are super consistent. It yeah, is something we strive this for. This is and like care the most about. consistent I've ever been with anything like in my whole life. Yeah. Ask me when the last time I went to the gym was. <laughs> I mean, same. That's why I have to go tonight. Like it, it's become a problem. Um, yeah, but I'm glad. I'm glad we're. Still in it. If you yeah, want to follow me us. on um, Twitter or Instagram, you just you definitely you. almost said Facebook. I know. I'm like, mm, maybe not. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, go to at Mac is cheesy. M A C K is cheesy on um, Twitter and Instagram, or you can follow the show's Twitter and Instagram at TBT AMP. Always just go to the website. The yes. website is like the mecca of everything. Hopefully, it's been updated. I mean, we'll see. I've been busy. I heard when I went on my trip home from one of my friends, uh, she's like, nobody ever updates the website. <laughs> I was like, okay. So rude. Good to know. Well, at you, least someone's going to it. And if she's you would like, like um, yeah, everything's so far behind. If Olivia, if you would like the login, let me know and I will give it to you and you can help update it because okay. it always just to, like, goes by the wayside. Cool. You're going to have to teach me how to do it. Yeah, and I could yeah. teach you that like at some point. Probably cool. not tomorrow. Probably not Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's a bad Probably literally never. I won't be here on Friday. Well, I'll teach you on Thursday. Cool. It's a date. <sighs> Is it? <laughs> okay, that's it from us. Perfect. Adios. See, See you on Tuesday. Tuesday.